Entrepreneur on Fire 986. Whatever resistance is out there, despite the difficulty, despite how many times you fall on your face, go and do it and do it with all your heart. It's the only way to live. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with amazing entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com and sign up for our free 10-day webinar course today. Ignite. If you own a car, then you know how expensive it is. But what if your car paid you instead? Enter Relay Rides. Visit RelayRides.com slash fire to earn an extra $100 when you sign up today. Want access to fill-in-the-blank marketing templates built by pros that do marketing for a living? Generate more leads and sales online. Download DigitalMarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox at DigitalMarketer.com slash fire. Fire Nation in the house, John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guests today, Thomas and Shauna McGreevy. Thomas, Shauna, are you prepared to ignite? We are ready. Absolutely. Yes. Shauna is an internationally known cake artist whose work can be seen in popular cake magazines and at cake shows around the world. Together, Thomas and Shauna run McGreevy Cakes, where Shauna teaches the art of cake decorating, and Thomas works on the business and offers small business coaching. Thomas, Shauna, take a minute, fill us in on any blanks from the intro, and then give us a little glimpse into your personal life up in uh, Chili Buffalo. Yeah, so one blank from the intro, John, is that I am a huge fan of yours. I listen to your podcast all the time on my way to work in the morning. So Thanks, uh, it's an honor to be on the show. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, a little bit about us. Um, Sean and I have been married for 14 years now. We have four children from ages 11 down to four years old. Um, Shauna was an elementary school teacher for a while until she stopped to hang out with the kids. And I am a mechanical engineer working in the aerospace and defense industries. So, um, yeah, we um, are big time into family and um, it's a huge thing for us. We build our lives, our business around that. And that's kind of what centers us. So um, that's us. Shauna, anything to add to that? I can't remember. I can't believe that he remembered how many years we've been married and the ages of all of our children. I could have barely got that down. Good job. Uh, bonus points for Tom. I think that means extra cake batter or something along those lines. <laughs> like I need that. Oh, so Shauna, you're at a networking party. You know, people are there. They're talking. They're chatting. Someone walks up to you and says, Shauna, what exactly do you do? In 10 seconds, what's your answer? Ah, I teach <laughs> the art of cake decorating. That that's um, that's probably what seven seconds. Yeah, that was actually probably like four, which is awesome. And Tom, okay, I um, am a supporter in the in the business of um, McGreevy Cakes and the. Uh, effort to teach cake decorating. Boom. That was like 10 seconds exactly. Well, that was Whoops. seven, I counted, and like ah. together you guys were 10. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of want to talk about this entrepreneurial origin story. You know, this isn't the big history, the long history of what you guys have going on, but what you're doing right now, how did you come to do that? So take a minute and just bring us to that point where, you know, maybe it's when Shauna left being an elementary school teacher or whatever that was. Tell us that story of how you came to be doing this right now. Okay, well, 
basically it. So I was teaching. And then um, when we had our first child, we decided I was going to stay home. That was really where my heart had been all along. So I was excited about that. So then we had um, our second child and then our third child and our fourth child. I'm pretty sure we only have four. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw you look left and right, which is pretty crazy. (laughs) Um, And so... I remember being with my youngest. Um, She was just a newborn, and I was holding her, and I had gotten onto YouTube for the first time ever, which was way behind the times back then. And I was looking around, and somehow I got looking at um, these these really cool cakes. And just a tiny bit of history – when I was a kid, I was super into art. I just loved it. I drew, I painted, you know, I did all this stuff. Some people told me I was okay, but I didn't really care because I loved it <laughs> regardless. But, um, you know, thinking about going to college, it was like, well, you could be a starving artist or maybe you could do something that brings in a little cash. So um, I kind of ditched the art route and just went for elementary education. But I love kids, so that worked for me as well. Um <clears throat> so anyway, when I stayed home with my kids, you know, I was kind of done with teaching. I knew I was going to be done. I did love it, but it was it was stress, and I just had these kids, and I wanted to be home with them. So anyway, back to being with my youngest, looking at YouTube and these cakes, and I thought, you know, that would be really cool to make some fun cakes for my kids so they're, like, super impressed with mom at their parties. <laughs> so... I, I said, okay, I'm going to get some of this fancy stuff, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. So I made my first little cake. It was for my niece, and it was the ugliest little thing. But I was so excited about it. I just couldn't believe it. I had so much fun making this thing. In fact, <clears throat> excuse me, my family was supposed to come over that night for dinner, and uh, there was a snowstorm because, again, we're in Buffalo. <laughs> and... They all started calling, like my brother, my sister, my parents. Oh, yeah, you know, we're not coming. There's a snowstorm. I'm like, what? I, are you men or mice? A, a snowstorm? You've lived in Buffalo all your lives. Get over here. I made a cake. Yes. So, so they ended up coming. <laughs> I guilted them into coming. And they came. And anyway, I was, I was addicted from that moment on. And, and um, friends and family started kind of requesting cakes. And then eventually um, we started we just decided to launch this little business and get paid for some of the stuff. So, um, and that has just let, I mean, there's so much more to the story where I am now, but that's basically the background behind it. I love that story for so many reasons. And the major reason is the core of it is when you shared, it was the ugliest little thing, this cake, it wasn't good. It wasn't amazing. But now, you know, I'm going to skip back up to your intro. You're an internationally known cake artist whose work can be seen in popular cake magazines and cake shows around the world. Fire Nation. I mean, if you've been around longer than most have, you've heard my first 50 episodes. That's like an ugly cake. You know, that's like me being like, uh, you prepare to ignite. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, Shauna didn't know what she was doing. But guess what? We did the thing over and over again. If you want to be, do. I wanted to be a podcaster. Shauna, you wanted to be an internationally known cake artist. You didn't know it at the time, maybe, but that's what you became. (laughs) And you loved it. You had the passion for it and you kept doing that thing. And that's so exciting. And I wish this upon all of you, Fire Nation. And Tom, let's do a little bit of of a shift now because I want to talk about revenue. So you walk Fire Nation through the different ways that you generate revenue in the business. Surely. Um, 
So we do we do a lot of different things, and and I guess the diversity there is is key. Um, we sell videos which are designed to help people learn how to make specific cakes or to learn certain techniques. So we sell those videos from our website, and that's one portion of our revenue. We uh, do live events. One in particular that we have coming up next year is called the Crazy Cake Cruise. So we're doing a cruise, which I think I saw recently, John, that you're doing one as well. The so. podcastcruise.com. Awesome. Little plug. It's going to be a blast, I'm sure. Um, so yeah, we're doing one of those next year. Um, and there's going to be other uh, events next year as well, just designed to teach, but also connect with people around the business and around the topic of cake decorating. Um, we also do have some advertising partners and affiliate relationships that we um, utilize and all those together kind of make up a bunch of different revenue streams for us. Wow. And I love the diversification of your revenue streams and Fire Nation. This is what you need to be thinking about when you're growing out your business. I mean, it's great to have something that you're crushing it in financially, but don't put all those eggs there and don't just continue to rely on that because you never know when that well is going to dry up. Have the diversified streams of revenue powerful in so many ways. And Sean, I want to kind of turn this back to you right now because we're going to move into the first, well, it will be the second, but it's really the first story of what you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment during this venture of being you know, a cake artist. Like, Take us to that moment in time. What was the lowest of the low? Tell us that story. Before we stopped when we were when we first started out we were actually taking customers which we're not doing now because of our um our other things we've got going on but when i was taking customers uh i was taking you know several cakes a week and it was just really crazy but there was this one night and i think it's burned in thomas's memory um i got sick i got really sick now the thing about making cakes for customers is you know normally the party's on saturday and so you're making the cake on friday the day before you can't make it on monday you know you you've got to make it close to the date so it stays fresh right so I'm making this cake Friday. It's due Saturday morning. <laughs> and I am sick as a dog. Now, like, I've got the gloves on. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to keep all my germs out and everything. But I got to make this thing because it's this big party for the next day. Right. So I'm working all day. Thomas comes home. And I I don't know if it was just because he was home or if it was just because I, I don't know what it was. But I could not. I could not carry on. And so <laughs> it was like, okay, well, do we just not deliver this thing? Or does maybe Thomas finish it? <laughs> and, and, uh, and so Thomas finished it. And I think that it was at that moment that we both had um, a mini nervous breakdown and, <laughs> and realized that, you know, so then we had, we had to deliver it the next day. I'm sick. There's four kids. There's this big cake. Thomas not an artist and we you know it was just that moment we were like okay is this gonna work that was probably our lowest that was probably it was and it was actually it was a bit of a revelation because we realized you know what we we did, this is not what we had in mind. Right. This is nothing that we ever envisioned. How did we get here? How, you know, how can we handle this? It was it was definitely an eye opening moment where we realized we we've, we've ended up down a path that we never intended to walk down, and we were turning into a bakery essentially. <laughs> right. So it was a low point. It was, but it was also an eye opener for us. Yeah. 
And I loved making the cakes. I mean, I loved it. But I was, you know, in order to make money making cakes, you got and you're one person, you got to pump them out. And that's what I was starting to do. And then all of a sudden I was losing my love for it. It was just too much. I wanted to get into crazy cool details and make these amazing creations. And you can do maybe one of those a week, you know, and you certainly can't make money because you couldn't charge what it was even worth when right. it takes you that long. So, right. yeah. For you, you were an artist. And have you ever read, and Tom, you too, have you guys read um, The E-Myth or The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber? Oh, I've read reviews of it, but I haven't been through it myself. It's such an epic book. Like if you two had read that book before that situation, like you're fine now, lessons learned. But if you had read that book before, I mean, you would have just realized so clearly exactly the path that you were going down because that's exactly what he breaks down is there is such this thing, there's such a thing called the e-myth where, you know, we, we're carpenters, you know, we love doing woodworking. So all of a sudden we think we can open up the next Home Depot, but that's not what being a carpenter is all about. You know, there's so many other factors that go into it. So critical, Fire Nation, if you're listening to this and you're going down a similar path, read that book. It's still an amazing path to go down, but you want to go down eyes wide open. And I know that Tom was a huge part of the success of this because, you know, Shauna not only couldn't, you know, she not just be keep pumping out cakes, but she couldn't be handling the finances and the promotion and the marketing. I mean, there's, it's a full-time business. And on that note, Tom, I want you to kind of take us through what you consider the number one biggest takeaway from this low point for Fire Nation. It opened my eyes to the fact that you really have to think about what's in your heart and what you want to do and what you were made to do, what you love to do, all those questions that easily get lost um, by entrepreneurs as they get in the thick of trying to build something. It's it's just so easy to lose your way in so many directions you get pulled in and you got to make the revenue work. So there, there's just so many pitfalls there. And I just think you're going you're gonna to ruin yourself. You're going to burn out. You're going to lose your way if you don't, if you're not very deliberate about where you're trying to go and and keeping certain guideposts in place to keep you from getting off track. So yeah, it was a, it was a learning experience. It was a tough one, but it was actually good for us. I think. The love can be lost under a pile of confection sugar is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Even under sugar, you can lose it. <laughs> oh, so let's kind of move forward now. And, and Tom, why don't you start off with this one and then we'll move over to Sean afterwards. And that's the aha moment. That's the epiphany. That's the light bulb that went on at some point in your journey. I mean, you guys had that low moment. You realized something had to change and you've had a ton of aha moments since then, no doubt. But what's one that you think would be a really good story for our listeners, for Fire Nation to learn from? Tell us that story. For my part of this, I think Sean will have her own version, but for my part of this, we, from from that, that low point forward, started looking to connect with the, the certain sort of people who seem to be doing the kind of things that we were looking to do or living the kind of lifestyle that we wanted to live with business in the picture. And so... We connected uh, with a guy named Dan Miller, who we're buddies with now. I think probably a lot of your listeners have heard of him. Oh, yeah, 48 great, Days. Yeah, 48 Days of the Work You Love. Great guy. Um, just learned a lot from him about you know structuring your life and your business in a way that it suits you and fits how you're built. So we, we connected with him. We connected with a girl named Crystal Payne from Money Saving Mom. We learned a lot from her. So I guess the aha moment, I would say, is we started to talk to people who were a bit further down the road than us, who had some perspective to share with us. And it just, the light started going on in terms of, wait, there's another way to construct a business around just about anything nowadays. And um, we, we changed directions and it's been, it's been phenomenal ever since. So, you know, I was making cakes for customers and it was crazy, crazy. Um, 
eventually I started to get noticed a little bit and I got this email from Sydney, Australia. They were having this major cake, bake and sweet show and they wanted to fly me in as an international um, artist. And I was like, why do they have the right person? Like what's going on here? And um, I, so I said, well, yeah, sure. I'll come. So I came and um, I taught and uh, part of, you know, what I was required to do was to teach classes and then also to give a demo or two. And I was super um, nervous about the whole demo experience. Um, and I almost chickened out, but I didn't. And um, once I got up there, I just, uh, I had so much fun with the crowd and I just loved interacting with them and, you know, and showing them while showing them my stuff. And it was just super cool. And I just thought, you know, this is this is really fun for me. This uh, I could see myself doing this. So that kind of um, helped geared us in the right direction as well. There's a couple major takeaways that I'm loving about this. You know, number one is with you, Tom, sharing the importance of surrounding yourself with those who are actually living the life that you want to be living and who got there by doing the type of things that you're willing to do as well and are, and are currently having the type of success that you want to have as well. It's that whole Jim Rohn adage that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So you went out there and you found Dan Miller. You found his community and other people like him. And that is just an amazing opportunity to realize that all ships will rise in a high tide. And another great thing that I got from you, Sean, is that, listen, as your business progresses, you're going to experience new things that you may not have even considered when you started making cakes, but all of a sudden you're like, wow, I can do this too. Other parts of your business are going to open up. So don't just have this one narrowed focus about what your business is today and what it's going to be 10 years from now. Just be open to the world as it brings things to you. This email from Australia brought this opportunity to your doorstep and you accepted it and look what that's turned into. So those are my big takeaways. Tom, do you want to share uh, kind of maybe a sum up about what you really think our listeners should take away? Yeah, and that's... That's really well said, John. But yeah, I Thanks. think we we probably can't un, you know overstate how much of a difference that made connecting with the right people. It wasn't just hey, you know, the more connections you have, the more opportunities. It's 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 a it's a learning experience. It's a posture of making yourself a student of how things could be done and how some people are doing them successfully. And that 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 has made the biggest difference in our mm. business far and above any other thing that I could point to. So yeah, for sure. Love that. So what I want to do now is move into what I call the fire round. And let's start with you, Shauna, because you probably don't have as many of these as Tom. I'm just saying. What's your biggest <laughs> weakness as an entrepreneur? <laughs> oh, um, my email sort of gives me heart palpitations. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, the inbox. Um, you know what it is? I want I want to please everybody. I want, I want to always be, you know, I don't want to shirk anyone ever. I, I want, I don't know, time management. Maybe. Yeah. I just am lost with time management. No, it's really interesting that you shared that you want to please everyone. And, you know, not to make this a guy girl thing, but I just had yesterday, Terry Cole, this amazing female on the show. And she's spoke at Ted. I mean, she's done so many amazing things. 
And the one thing that she kept going back to all the time, because she really focuses on coaching and transforming women's lives, is just that point that, you know, women just have this innate sense of wanting to please everybody much more so than men, which is a big reason why you need to kind of identify strengths and weaknesses when you're a team and have the right person handling those tasks. So, Tom, what is your biggest strength? I would say organization. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm perfect. Yeah, there you go. You know, opposites attract, I guess. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm an engineer by by education and trade, so I'm I just bent that way. I'm very good at organizing things and getting things on paper, making plans, following through. That's that's actually both my strength and my weakness. I would say actually, but it, it works to our advantage. I think. You guys should really take Sally Hogshead's Fascinate test. Um, it's an incredible test. Kate and I took it. I was just actually at ICON, which is Infusionsoft's conference, and she keynoted there. And it's about how the world sees you, but it's 49 different archetypes. And Kate and I both took the test separately. And long story short, I was the victor. She was the orchestrator, which really complimented because all of my strengths were her weaknesses and vice versa. So it was really cool to see. And anybody that has a team, I always recommend doing that. And Sally Hawks is just a genius, but it's at howtofascinate.com. And I think it'll still be um, a free code. She gave a free code away for anybody to share because um, it's a $40 test. But if you go there, it's icon share is the promo code and that should get you the free test. It might have run out by the time this goes live. I don't know. But I think for you and Tom, uh, you and Shauna, Tom, that you guys can snag that right now. It's a great test. Absolutely. We'll check it out. Shauna, what's the one thing amongst everything you have going on right now that you are most fired up about? I'm excited about the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. No, no I'm my actually, ticket, so. <laughs> <laughs> I really am excited about the cruise in the sense that um, it's one of the first ideas we've had where we um, are just getting just getting a bunch of people together who want to have fun and want to hang out and want to, you know, kind of do some, have some crazy cake fun rather than just sitting in a classroom all day because we're not running it like that. We're, we're going to just kind of gather and just do some really crazy fun things um, hanging out together. So I, I like the idea of connecting with people in that way as well. So yeah, I'm actually really excited about that. Cool. Tom, what are you fired up about? I am fired up about continuing that because I think one revelation we have is people in the world, especially those who have common interests, are generally lonely and, and looking for where they can find, quote unquote, the others, you know, and, and gather with them. And I think we're going to take off from the cruise and, and offer a whole series of opportunities for people to come together that have the common interest of cake decorating, but also that are just looking to connect around the topic and spend time together and, you know, obviously learn some things, but we think we have just the right recipe of, of bringing people together, but around the topic that they're kind of interested in. So we're fired up about live events in general. And Sean, I just want to kind of bring it back to this before we move on and just take about 30 seconds. What would you really attribute the one thing that brought you from making ugly cakes to, you know, becoming an internationally known cake artist? What, it, there's a lot of things I know, but if you could just point to one of them, what would it be? I think that boils down to the passion um, behind it. You know, uh, if you, the thing that you're doing, gosh, you better be passionate about it because it's going to kick your butt 
you know, here and there. And you're going to have to get back up and you're going to have to keep going and going. And I mean, that was the thing for me. You don't know how many times I stood in my kitchen sweating and, you know, Thomas walks in and I'm like, don't look, do not look over here. If you say one word, it's over. I just, you know, things went wrong all the time, but because I loved it anyway, because I had the passion for it, I just kept going, kept learning new things, just, you know, just stayed immersed in it. I didn't want to give it up because I loved it so much. And I often thought to myself, if I was not passionate about this, if I was just doing something just to try and find a way to make money, it would never, ever work. I would have given up a long time Totally. And I love that phrase that you said, if you say one word, it's over. Because (laughs) what, what entrepreneurs don't realize, especially when we start, we are so fragile, so fragile. Like I never, I've never actually even told the story before, but I can remember that, um, I just had launched my first episode of entrepreneur on fire, you know, 900 and like 30, 50, 60 episodes ago, whatever it was. And, you know, I was so proud of it. It was such a work of, of love and passion. And I can remember that, you know, I got an email from my father where he just wrote back, um, um, not, not too impressed. A lot of things I want to share with you about what I don't like about this. I'll, I'll reply more later when I get home from work. Oh man. And then he sent the follow-up email when he got home. And my father's like a really analytical guy. Like I knew that that email contains a ton of scathing things, uh, rightfully so, because there was a ton that was needed to be improved, but I couldn't handle opening that email. And I knew, at least I knew that I couldn't handle opening that email because that would have been my one word and it's over. And I would have been like, that's it. I can't do it anymore. It's over because I would have shattered. I was so fragile with my ego at that point. And I still to this day have not opened that email. And I I, I, I haven't even thought about it. And you guys just kind of reminded me, I might need to go back (laughs) through the archives and open up that email and actually maybe post it as an Entrepreneur on Fire newsletter. That'd be Uh, fun. Give me the 1,000th episode. Ah, I just read it like an audio blog. Yeah, there you go. So, Thomas and Shauna, we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. We wear many hats as entrepreneurs, but you and I both know we simply can't do it all. As an example, do you ever struggle with finding marketing tactics that actually work? Digitalmarketer.com is a marketing blog, and guess what? They actually do the stuff they write about. A teacher who's actually doing what they're teaching. Pretty awesome. They aren't just ordinary researchers. They don't just talk about marketing. They do marketing. Digitalmarketer.com shares marketing tactics that work. Right now, you can get complimentary instant access to Digitalmarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox, which includes the ultimate Facebook ad template library. That's seven proven Facebook ad campaigns that create low-cost, high-converting ads on demand. The GLF email series, a pre-written three-part email campaign proven to get more opens, clicks, and sales from your subscribers. And the ultimate social media swipe file, 72 proven headline formulas to get more clicks from Facebook, Twitter, and your blog. Visit digitalmarketer.com slash fire to access the ultimate digital marketing toolbox today. If you own a car, then you know how expensive it is. In fact, according to a recent AAA study, your car costs you $9,000 per year. Ouch! But what if your car paid you instead? 
Enter Relay Rides. Relay Rides is a peer-to-peer car rental company where you can rent out your own car on Relay Rides and earn as much as $1,000 per month. Talk about passive income. It's time to put your idle car to work for you. Plus, Relay Ride pre-screens each renter and offers $1 million in insurance. Don't have a car to rent out? Relay Rides is also a great place to find a rental car. You can even search for cars that are delivered straight to your door. The ultimate in time-saving convenience. Special offer for Fire Nation listeners. You can earn an extra $100 when you sign up for free today at RelayRides.com slash fire. That's R-E-L-A-Y-R-I-D-E-S dot com slash fire. Tom, Shauna, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? You're ready. Yes. Ready, John. (laughs) Shauna, what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? What gives me the right to do this? Mm, the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Like, you know, who am I? In fact, I had a couple of friends along the way who would probably, you know, just laugh now listening to this if they if they did. But they said, um, you know, uh, you didn't go to school for this. Right. Totally. You know, maybe There's maybe you should people. work. Maybe you should. I have this other friend who actually went to culinary school. Maybe you should hook up with her and, and go work for her. And, I, and you know... At the, when she had said that, at, at that point, I had already sort of established myself. So I was secure enough to be like, what? I got maybe this. I, maybe yeah. I'll just work for myself. <laughs> yeah. I got this. But got in, the, in the very beginning, it definitely was, ooh, I, I can't take money from anybody. I mean, yeah. what gives me the right? Oh, that's powerful. Tom, what's the best advice you've ever received? I would say to be a lifelong learner and I look at that as kind of a posture, a way of looking at the world, always to to kind of approach it as a student. I guess there's kind of an element of being childlike in that, you know, to to understand that you don't know it all, but to be eager all the time to, you know, for opportunities to learn, to be around people that can teach you. So just always looking to learn and being a student. Shauna, what's a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success? Being able to hold the vision to keep moving forward with the vision in mind. Boom. Tom, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I would say, you know, what comes to mind is uh, Meerkat, which is actually a um, an app. For, That's um, super trendy, by the way. That came out like a month ago. Yeah, absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's, it's for... I'm on We're, top of it. I'm on top of it. We are so much time. <laughs> but it's, it's for live streaming... Um, anything, I guess, to, to a group of followers. It's uh, somewhat like Periscope, which is a competitor, I believe. But And we actually haven't used it for the business, but I just think there's something magical about connecting with people live, um, something about in the moment and creating some kind of magic in that way. So we're looking for opportunities to use it, and it's and it, I've played with it a bit myself, and it looks easy to use, and we're kind of getting ready to work it in here. So that's that would be the resource. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. You guys need one of those little mini tripods. You set up the the iPhone every single time Sean is making anything and just turn on Meerkat and just see what happens. It's shocking, yep. the virality <laughs> of that right now. Awesome. So, Sean, do you have one book that you can recommend to our listeners? Can I steal this question? <laughs> steal it, babe. Can yes. I, can I steal it? <laughs> Only because I'm, not that she's not a reader, but I am the reader. I'm a reader. The two of us. <laughs> it's coming out, Shauna doesn't read. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I want my opportunity to say how big of a Seth Godin fan I am. Oh, cool. Um, so uh, the book that I would pick would probably be his most recent one, which is What to Do When It's Your Turn. 
um, by Seth Godin. And it's just, just a phenomenal work of art, I guess is what I would call it. And it just, I guess it calls everyone out is what I would say and, and explains how there's an incredible opportunity actually responsibility nowadays to stand up and to do work that means something and that matters to you and to other people. Um, and it just, it, it just implicates you when you read it. It's powerful and I love it. Yeah. And I love how he actually made you buy two books to give one away. Like it's just so <laughs> Seth Godin, you know, Absolutely, he's, <laughs> and, he's great. Yeah. And fire nation. I know you love audio. So I teamed up with audible and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book for free at eofirebook.com. Now, this next question is the last of the lightning round, and I'm going to let you guys kind of sign language who's going to take it as I read it. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you have right now. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, I'll take this one, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a I'm gonna steal a Seth Godin quote. It's actually not a Seth Godin quote. He took it from Timothy Leary, but he he put a lot of meaning to it that makes a lot of sense. And that is, we would go and find the others, and what that's all about is is just find out where the people who are like minded, who are into creating art, who are into building something larger than themselves. Um, where they are hanging out, where they are congregating, where they are connecting, and just to go and begin to um, connect with those people. So I guess the short answer is go and find the others. Find the others. And Thomas, Shauna, let's end today on fire. So share one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Uh, Thomas, you got this one too. <laughs> no, not my email. Not my email. <laughs> <laughs> not by email. <laughs> um, no, my I have a blog, and um, I have a lot of fun on my blog. I just like to be a little bit, um, you know, not professional at all. Just, just fun and kind of obnoxious. So, but I love, I love, um, conversing on my blog. So you could come find me on my blog and, and leave a comment and I will get back to you and we can hang out a little bit. What would that URL be? McGreevyCakes.com. Boom. And Tom, you, my friend, share the parting piece of guidance. Okay. I would say, um, everybody, every last one of us has a responsibility in this day and age, in this connection economy where, the opportunities abound to go after the work and the life that you were created to live and to do. And I guess I would just encourage everybody, despite whatever resistance is out there, despite the difficulty, despite how many times you fall on your face, go and do it and do it with all your heart. It's the only way to live. Love that. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Tom, Shauna, and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Tom or Shauna in the search bar and their show notes page will pop right up. But you can just go directly to McGreevyCakes.com as well. But the show notes page are going to have the links, the resources, the book recommendations, everything that we've been talking about today. And I just want to say, Tom and Shauna, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. It's an honor to be on the show. Love it. 
Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you prepared to podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and sign up for our free 15-day podcast course today. Have an inspired day and ignite.